0: Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter, and I'm the host of the Warrior Kids podcast. I'm a Mi'kmaq professor who has created this podcast to celebrate everything Indigenous and work with Warrior Kids to help make the world a better place. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, then join us here every second Wednesday and learn some really cool things along the way. Well, Warrior Kids, it's been a while since we've had a chance to chat and get caught up on things. Some of you may be wondering why we had such a long break between Season 2 and 3, and we haven't posted much on social media over the last few months. Well, we've had some changes around here, and I've dropped a few hints here and there to see if anyone is caught on. Basically, our family has some sad news and some happy news to share with all of you. Do you remember how when I used to do my introduction, I would say, my name is Pam Palmer, and I'm the host of the Warrior Kids podcast, which is taped before a live studio audience. Do you remember what came after that? That's right! You would hear our dog Cricket bark in the background. Sometimes Cricket would also bark at me if I messed things up on the podcast, too. The sad news is that Cricket, our English Springer Spaniel, passed away. It was very sad because we loved him very much, but... We were also very thankful that we got to spend so much time with him because he lived for a really long time. Did you know dogs don't live as long as humans do? And how long a dog lives often depends on what breed he or she is. For example, small dogs tend to live a lot longer than really big dogs. Cricket was one of those dogs that was somewhere in the middle. He was a medium-sized dog. So the average lifespan of a medium-sized dog is about 12 to 14 years. We were so lucky because Cricket lived past that time. But he was so old that he even started to get grey hairs all over his face. While we miss Cricket every day, we have so many good memories that it's kind of like Cricket is really still with us. Like, for example, did I ever tell you how Cricket got his name? Well, he's actually named after my youngest son, Jeremy. When my oldest son, Mitchell, was just two years old, he couldn't pronounce Jeremy very well. So when he used to say it, it almost came out sounding like Jiminy. And if any of you have ever read about the adventures of Pinocchio, you would know that Pinocchio had a little friend called Jiminy Cricket. So, we all started calling my youngest son, Jeremy, Jiminy the Cricket. And then as he got older, he started calling himself Just Cricket. But it gets even funnier, because as Jeremy got older, he couldn't pronounce Mitchell's name either. So he called him Chichu. When we adopted our little English Springer Spaniel puppy, I thought what a great idea it would be to name him after my two sons, Cricket Chichu. And that's what we did. So Cricket's real name is Cricket Chichu. Crickets are insects, sort of like grasshoppers, who jump around all over the place. And so Cricket ended up being a really good name for our very energetic bouncy puppy. And there are so many funny and cute stories involving Cricket, I could literally sit here all day just telling them. But one of the funniest that we never forgot was when we were taking him for a drive in our truck and usually he would just lay down in the back seat between the two boys and go to sleep. But this time he could smell that I had food in the front seat and so he tried to get to the front seat and ended up falling on the floor on his back and just laid there. Now, he was totally able to get up himself if he wanted to, but instead, he just lay there on his back and made this funny dog noise that sounded like, HELP! <laughs> and we laughed so hard because it literally sounded like he was saying the word help. So I told the boys, you better rescue Cricket and put him back on the back seat, even though he could have done it himself. Another funny story was when we had just moved to Ontario, and after a really long drive from the Maritimes, the boys and the dogs and I all got out of the truck, and we went into our new house, and it was completely empty because our furniture hadn't moved there yet, and one of the great things about our new house was that we had this pool in the backyard, and we've never had a pool before, and my youngest son Jeremy was just so so excited to actually get a pool that the first thing he did was he ran in the front door then he opened up the back door and ran outside and jumped straight into the pool with all of his clothes on at the time we had three dogs with us aurora our alaskan malamute which is a great big fluffy northern breed cricket our english springer spaniel and norbert was our little tiny pug Well, these dogs loved my sons and literally followed them everywhere they went. But on this day, they were running so close after Jeremy that Cricket and Norbert were literally running just inches behind him. So when Jeremy jumped into the pool, the dogs had no chance to stop themselves and they went flying into the pool too. Oh my goodness, it was so funny. First you heard the big splash of Jeremy jumping in the pool. Then you heard Cricket and then you heard Norbert but Aurora was smarter than that. She was just a few feet behind them and she had a chance to stop herself. Those poor dogs had never seen a pool before and so they were all swimming around trying to follow Jeremy and try to get out of the pool. I've never laughed so hard at those puppies and I laughed even harder that Aurora was sitting on the side of the pool basically watching everybody swim around in the pool. Those silly puppies. Over time, as each dog got older, each one passed away and we were always really sad when that happened. And it's okay to be sad. Sad things happen sometimes, especially when we lose human beings or the pets that we love. Sometimes we can feel sadness in our hearts, like a heartache. And sometimes we might feel the sadness in our stomachs and maybe give us a sore stomach. And sometimes our sadness goes into our heads and maybe gives us a headache, for example. I know sometimes when I'm sad, I don't really feel like doing things. But my mom always told me, It's okay to be sad, and it's actually a good thing to let those sad feelings flow through you. And then in time, you'll feel less sad. So Cricket was the last of our puppies to pass away. And we wondered, because of how sad we felt, if we ever really wanted to get a puppy again. Because we all thought, losing these puppies is sad. It made our hearts and stomachs hurt for quite a while. But, you know, after a few days and then a few weeks, it started to hurt less and less. And my son reminded me that dogs always bring a lot of joy to a family and that maybe we need to consider adopting a new puppy again. And you know what? He was right. I sometimes think I should listen to my kids more often. We know that a new puppy won't replace Cricket or Aurora or Norbert But a new puppy would bring brand new puppy love into the house. Oh my goodness. Well, it looks like Peter can't wait for us to introduce him. Okay, okay, Ernie. We'll make sure that you're introduced as well. So, Warrior Kids, I am proud and happy to introduce our new live studio audience here at the Warrior Kids podcast. First, we have the oldest puppy. His name is Ernie and he is an English Bulldog. He has white, brown, and reddish fur. He is so cute and cuddly and full of big furry wrinkles all over his face. And he acts just like a bull or a rhino. He literally runs headfirst into anything that he wants. So if he's happy to see you, he's gonna run straight into you. It's actually kind of cute. But the other day, He wanted to see the birds outside, and he forgot that there was a screen door. So he ran straight into the screen door, which is thankfully very soft, but it bounced him right off the door like a sideways trampoline. (laughs) It was so funny, we laughed for a very long time at poor little Ernie. And then we would like to introduce you to little Peter. Peter is a Boston Terrier, and he is much smaller than Ernie. Peter is dark brown and black and has white fur. And I think the best word to describe Peter is sweet. He's a little sweetheart. If you pick him up, he doesn't wriggle to try to get loose. He just falls asleep in your arms. Oh my goodness. He is just so sweet. But I have to warn you, he does have a little devious side. So take for example... Whenever Ernie is chewing on a dog toy, he'll run over and take it from Ernie and then make Ernie chase him all over the house to get it back. He loves playing with Ernie. These two have been keeping us so busy that I missed out on recording a few episodes of our Warrior Kids podcast. It's a lot of work training a new live studio audience. It's hard trying to record a new podcast. When Ernie is trying to chew my toes and Peter is hiding somewhere in the studio, being way too quiet. Wait a second, where is Peter? (coughs) Okay, Peter, I see you now. Just be a good puppy. (coughs) Yes, yes, Ernie, we know. You're a good puppy too. So, while our new live studio audience is in training, you might hear some ruckus in the background from time to time. Did you know that dogs have been the companions to humans for more than 11,000 years? That's right! And many dogs originated from wolves. It's believed that wolves, who used to come around the camps of human beings looking for food, were eventually tamed by the humans and became friends and even helped out with certain tasks. And then over thousands of years, those dogs who were tamed became more and more domesticated. And domesticated just means that they were used to living around human beings. Dogs became domesticated and then were used for different purposes all over the world. On Turtle Island, which all of you know is now known as North America, there were already dogs living here amongst the different native peoples long before settlers arrived with their own dog breeds. For example, Inuit living in the Arctic have used dogs for thousands of years to help them hunt or to help them pull sleds, which were loaded with food and supplies. Some of the breeds that we see today, like Huskies or Alaskan Malamutes, their ancestors have a long history from being in the Arctic. Alaskan Malamutes are larger dogs who could carry heavy loads on sleds but were also used to help distract polar bears or locate seal breathing holes. Our Alaskan Malamute was a beautiful dog. She had tons of black, white and gray fur and when she was a puppy she looked like a big fluff ball. We named her Aurora Borealis after the northern lights that are seen in the northern skies sometimes. But other native peoples used all different kinds of dogs for hunting and even guarding against predators. Sadly, many of the dog breeds that used to exist on Turtle Island before the settlers came have been largely replaced by European dog breeds. Today, there are so many different breeds of dogs that are bred to do all different kinds of jobs. Some of them are used to help around on farms, some are still used for hunting, some are used to protect your home, and most of them are used just to be cuddly friends. When I was growing up, I always thought that the Mi'kmaq word for dog was muin because so many people named their dogs muin. But do you know what? Muin actually means bear in Mi'kmaq. I found out that the Mi'kmaq word for dog is really elmuj. So Muin means bear in Mi'kmaq, but that was just the pet name they used, like cricket or aurora. But the actual word for dog in Mi'kmaq is elmuj. Elmuj. I'm glad I got that straight, or I'd still be using the wrong Mi'kmaq words. Well, warrior kids, I feel like we got caught up on a lot of happenings over the last few months. I'm so glad I was able to introduce you to our new live studio audience, Ernie and Peter. And I'll make sure to post their pictures on our website alongside of Cricket's picture. And I'll also post pictures of our dogs that we used to have, like Aurora and Norbert, so you can see all of our furry family members. One of the things that we learned today is that dogs have been friends to humans for thousands and thousands of years. And that native peoples have long used dogs not only as friends and family members, but also to do things like help them hunt or help pull supplies around on sleds. And don't forget what else we learned today. Two new Mi'kmaq words, mu'in and elmuj. Do you remember what they each mean? That's right. Mu'en means bear and elmuj means dog. So, warrior kids, guess what I'm thinking. That's right, Peter. I'm actually hoping that some of you warrior kids will draw or paint some amazing artwork about dogs. Or you can send us stories about your dogs, cats, fish, or other pets that you might have had over the years. Maybe you in your class can learn more about how dogs came to be best friends with humans. The sky's the limit. You can put your education into action in any way possible. Your parents can help you contact us on our website on www.warriorkidspodcast.com or they can email us directly at warriorkidspodcast at hotmail.com. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you all for listening, learning, and acting. Till next time. Later, Gators!